0: This is Michelle Scholl. I'm your host of the Inspired Mind Podcast. Welcome. I'm so grateful to be here with you in spirit, dearest listener, and just so happy that you are here with me wherever you are in the world and just um, enjoying doing this podcast and wanted to share with you some tips on... How to live a happier life: Ten suggestions for living a happier life, and this is actually from a book I wrote called Spiritual. And um, I'm going to focus specifically on one of the the ten suggestions, but I want to read all of them to you. And um, this last few weeks, I just have to share a little personal share. You know, sometimes we have unusual circumstances that might occur that we're we are like kind of thrown out of whack by right. You know, maybe a new set of circumstances. Um, maybe you've lost a loved one, you know, maybe someone died that you know really well and you're dealing with grief or you've moved, you know, like um when life changes up on us, or we we're living in a new place and we're starting a new life, it all takes a lot of time and effort and also courage to build that new life, to go ahead and rise up anyway through the pain or the struggle or the hurt or maybe the grief that you're dealing with um inside and so this book um that I wrote um came from a place like that I had um lost two really close friends of mine about I guess that has been about 12 years ago to one to suicide and one to pancreatic cancer and both of my friends were under the age of um Forty, I think one was 35 and one was 37. One was a, a very close friend of mine. Um, both of them were a, a woman, a beautiful friend named Heidi, and um, she lived a healthy life and did not even fit uh, that that um, stereotype of, of the people that not stereotype of the people that normally do come down with pancreatic cancer. She wasn't even that that prototype, so it was a very strange occurrence for her, and to see her die young was just life-changing, and what a gift that she was, her friendship to me, and how she wanted me to go on and live my life. Um, My other friend that committed suicide, no one would have ever believed it or, or saw that this would happen to this individual. It was a bright light in a community that so many people love, but sometimes things come at us really hard, and they sideswipe us, and so I have great compassion now for my friend in a way that I never have from recent events that have occurred in my life and I know that if you are struggling with suicide or you have those thoughts just know tomorrow is a new day and like they say the darkness before the dawn nothing truer than that statement dearest listener so hang on whatever you have to do to get through the night you know tomorrow will be a beautiful new day trust yourself that your life will turn around. Um, Matt Haig is a, a big advocate uh, to help suicide prevention. Um, and he wrote the Midnight Library. And I know he's on Twitter. I don't know if he's still actively. Um, and he wrote a book on um, on. on on ways to to find comfort so look him up too on twitter but anyway from my book let me get back to the book my book is spiritual suggestions to live a happier life 10 suggestions okay and here they are they're simple and they're easy and they're something that you can apply to your life that can help you right now first one is affirm positivity okay so affirming positivity what does that mean you know it's pretty simple. Uh, affirming that you are going to rise up and, and have a great day anyway. You know, affirming uh, a positive mantra. So, finding positive words that you can say to yourself when you arise in the morning that resonate with your soul. So, if you can think of a mantra or an affirmation that resonates with your heart. That's what um, Louise Hay was the one that just spread that all over the world and and look her up, read her books, gobble her books up, right? (laughs) Um, You can heal your life. That book is um, definitely one you must add to your list if you haven't read that book. So that is all about that. Affirm positivity. Number two, develop habits and hobbies, which we all know, right? You know, habits and hobbies. But when when we actually take the time to get to know ourselves and develop habits, like micro habits or rituals, whatever you want to call it, little today uh, moments that we can grab onto and place on the list. Like some of mine look like drink lemon water, drink celery juice and do my breathing exercises, I go for my walk, I do my yoga, uh, read a book, just simple things that I can plan in my day that are on my calendar. And I can find that I know if I go and do that, it's going to resonate with my soul, it's going to give me that little warm, cozy feeling. So that that's a habit or ritual that you know, you can create every day, just something small, even if it's just taking 15 minutes for yourself in your restroom like if you're a busy mom and you've got a lot of kids and you're working and you just need 15 minutes alone just shut the door find a good book read it in the bathtub or or, you know take your shower and just take your time for you and breathe and give yourself a hug in the mirror right and hobbies well a new hobby every year try something new from um, yoga was one that I tried about Ten years ago and it became a new lifestyle for me. So a hobby can change our lives as we're living it, literally. You know, so if it's bike riding or hiking a trail or it's writing or it's journal writing or it's knitting. These hobbies just bring us so much joy. So so keep adding those hobbies to your life. So we've got step three is turn on right thinking. So what does that mean, turn on right thinking? Turning on right thinking is finding positive thoughts over the negative thoughts. So preventing that monkey chatter, that cyclical thinking that will bring us down that dark hole in a trying time. So how do we stop rumination? Well, we can go back to affirm positivity um, and, and find a mantra or an affirmation to memorize to to weave in throughout our day um you know like a thread i always say this into like a tapestry like think of a beautiful gold thread that's weaving into a tapestry that you can hang on a wall and it's 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 there that through line throughout your day so you can say this mantra all through your day in your mind to help ground your spirit to have that up thinking to upthink your thoughts and to stave off, uh, you know, the darkness, if you will, or negativity or whatever might be bothering you. We're going on to step four, practice dreaming new dreams. Did you get that one? practice dreaming new dreams. This one is a big one, dearest listener, because trust me at any age, you know, I know like if you're, um, I'm in my fifties, I'm 52. So, you know, the older we could get, sometimes we think, well, who am I to keep on dreaming or why would I, you know, we start to think at some point, maybe we should just, you know, step off the dream ladder and, and just live life. But let me tell you, it's just the opposite, just the opposite You know, it depends on how you're looking at your life. You know, the glass half full or empty, or is it both? You know, so if you're thinking you're only living to 70 or 80, or if you want to try to live another 55 years, you've got a long life ahead of you. So do dream many new dreams, and a new dream can be as simple as um, making new friends. You know, a new dream doesn't mean you're you're going to go off and build a rocket ship. You know, It, it it's a very simple. Tasks that you can create for yourself, and James Allen, rock star philosopher, turn of the century, uh, Victorian um, uh, philosophy, um, philosopher, um, Earl Nightingale is kind of accredited for bringing him into the light of the world as we are today because he, um, did what he spoke one of his um, words he uh, like an audible book or or a podcast on a record back in the 50s of, um. One of his books, James Allen, As a Man Thinketh, was the book that he recorded on a record and and brought James Allen's philosophy into the world. And one of my favorite quotes is by James Allen. It's, you ready for this? Dreamers are the saviors of the world. Did you get that? Dreamers are the saviors of the world. And then he goes on to list all of the dreamers. So some people think of dreamers as like people with their heads stuck in the clouds or they're not living in the real world. But dreamers are visionaries. They're people that have a vision and they actually place it into the real world with positive thinking, with imagery, and they make it happen. They forge a new world with a dream. So dreaming new dreams, okay? Are you getting that one? That one's a big one. And that is step number four. So step number one, affirm positivity. Step number two, develop habits and hobbies. Step number three, turn on right thinking. Step number four, practice dreaming new dreams. Step number five, this one will blow your mind (laughs) if you actually practice it, okay? Act as if. The act as if principle: act as if, and you will be. So, this one is a tricky one because a lot of people, and it's hard to understand. Act as if. How do we act as if? Like you know, come on. It's like you're faking it. You're not. You're not really being it. But it's one of those principles that you have to give it a try. Actually, place in action and do it, and you will be blown away by the results. Um, I started practicing this principle in my early 20s and saw immediate results and so did the people around me that I was working with at this hotel at the time in Los Angeles and they were like what's going on with you you got a new boyfriend I was like nope just happy, you know just working on myself so act as if and you will be so you know some people like to say fake it till you make it if that works for you that's fine but um act is more of an action word so try that act as if and you can look that up online and and, and go deeper into that I'm going to go on to um, the next step step number six pray without ceasing it's actual bible verse okay pray without ceasing this is um pray without ceasing so what does that mean exactly it means exactly what it says pray without ceasing so all throughout your day Having a dialogue with a higher power in your world will give you that extra bit of hope, that supernatural power that you need to lift you up out of hard times and help you clear the smoke the dust whatever's been thrown your way it's just going to lift you up out of that and you will be amazed at how pray without ceasing will change your life you know if i had to say one of these 10 steps just one it's this one pray without ceasing and it can be as simple as um god help me please help me i'm i i declare then you're helping me over these problems. So, if you want to say to the universe, if you're not um, a believer, but you want to say it to more something, um, you know, God is real. Even if you don't feel him, he loves you and he's there for you. So, if you're not a believer, at least imagine, just fake it, right? You know, act as if, <laughs> and and pray without ceasing, and take your problems to a higher power in your mind. And, and see what that feels like. So um, Pascal's Wager, that's all I'm going to say. Pascal's Wager, look that up and see what you come up with on that one. He was a French philosopher and he nailed it fair and square. And, and you want to do your homework on that one, you can look that one up, Pascal's Wager. I'm moving on. We're moving on to number seven, cultivate more self-love. Ooh, that's a doozy, right? Cultivate more self-love. I'm right now working with my life coach that I met in my 20s and I worked with her off and on throughout my life and needed her again in the last few months to work through some challenges and she's been quizzing me on what I think self-love is and I love it because I learned it from her you know and of course we all have different ideas of self-love and I know some religions I don't want to say some religions but I've been reading a lot of um um books like I read a book by Billy Graham recently and sometimes self-love and he didn't say this per se but it's more like sometimes people look at self-love as being selfish however you know love thy neighbor as you love thyself so how can we love our neighbor if we don't love ourselves first or know who we are or how to take care of ourselves we can't have that fair shake that 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 mutual love that we can um, share with another human being if we do not resonate with self-love with ourselves if we have self-hatred which trust me you know I can have that too at times when I mess up or something's gone wrong we gotta shake those times off, give ourselves a break, and love ourselves more. Because sometimes there there's difficult things that occur to us that are beyond us, okay? So that's why it's good to pray without ceasing. That's why it's good to have the belief in a higher power look up pascal's wager just do it i promise you it will it might change your mind on a few things but the more self-love boils down to those like micro habits those rituals how we can love ourselves more is just by taking better care of ourselves like how you're eating how you're living the words you're speaking you know um and if we're in it if we become unaware for where we're we've kind of gone off to like like a side street on our path, on our journey. And we are, um, talking negatively, you know, we're going to bring that negativity back on us. So it's like, I recently went through that where it's like, I was just constantly focused on this, something going on in my life that I could not quite figure out. And it was bringing me a lot of, um, distraught feelings that was just not just very unpleasant. However, luckily I have a lot of self love, and I pray without ceasing, and I have a beautiful mentor, and I'm human, just like you, dearest listener. You know, we all go through hard times, and there is no shame in that. That's how we grow, and one of um, my uh, mentor's beautiful words is she's always telling me about the no mud with the lotus, right? The lotus flower rising through the mud, and and whatever image works for you, um, you know you have to think of like the winter when when all the leaves go away and the corn right now in the back of my parents' home has been cut down, <laughs> and all the beautiful colors of the summer are fading. And here we are, and it's autumn. But we need that hibernation, we need that change in the weather to give our souls that restitude, that that solitude, and that grace, so we can contemplate and experience a deeper level of life. So there's beauty in a retreating. Too. So when we cultivate more self love, that's what we do. We focus on ourselves, we learn what we we need, what we need, and how we can give ourselves better to the world. How can we serve the world better is by first knowing ourselves and loving ourselves so we can be happier, more present. Like right now I'm with my parents and you know, I was going through this distraught uh, period. It was hard for me to be completely present with my parents. However, I have like the best parents on the planet and they um, helped me through that and they were there for me. And So surround yourself with people that get you and they love you regardless of, of what's happening. If they don't understand it and they're they're just there to hold your hand no matter what. So cultivating more self-love that's right behind pray without ceasing. We're moving on to step number eight. This was what the main part of the, uh, the, the podcast was going to be on, which is just, it still will. I'm going to focus on it. It's um, create something on the horizon. Create something on the horizon. What does that mean, dearest um, listener? It means you yourself have, you have to create the world you're going to step into by creating an event or um, a moment that you've been dreaming of, or something you want to do. It could be as simple as visiting a park nearby where you live on a day. Like my good friend Julie Houston, I asked her what she was doing over the weekend, and she's such a winner about making fun events over the weekend for herself. Like she went to, um, I think it was Estherville, to this farm, and they had a, a flower picking event, and where you were welcome to the farm and to, to share in all these beautiful flowers. And I'm like, wow you know, she's out there living life and, and finding these events to make her life even more beautiful. So that's something on the horizon right there, just something in your neighborhood you can go do that you're going to look forward to, that's going to take you like your head out of the phone, out of um, like technology and put you into the real world. So for me right now, personally, I'm working on a writer's a yoga mini retreat in, in, um, Back at the yoga studio I first started teaching at in California, and I'm really starting to get excited about. I'm excited to go back, and I was working on that tonight. I hope it goes well. It's my second one, and I'm just looking forward to sharing my love of writing and yoga together for a couple hours. And and whoever comes in, it's um, you know, it's only thirty dollars. It's not that much. A yoga class can be fifteen dollars, sometimes twenty five dollars an hour. So it's two hours together, and it's going to be um first you know gentle yoga stretch where we get into our bodies and then it's a a mindful uh, walking meditation with a creative writing outlet after those first two things in the first part of the hour and then we'll we'll, uh, round up that first hour with a creative writing um, prompt where we will all sit down maybe you've got your computer or someone will have their their um, like little notebook and if someone wants to share their story we can all kind of have a share as what we did in the first one in the second hour um I'm going to share a very simple breathing technique that has been a lifesaver to me called 11 breaths breathing exercise, which I have a YouTube on and on yoga skip if you want to look that up and on just how we can ground ourselves and use our mudras, which is um like our fingers on our hands and we, we count the breaths on our hands, um, you know, we've got 10 fingers, right? So the extra breath is the prayer mudra at your heart and it's a, just a very simple easy, quick. Okay. But you're still breathing slow and deep and you can do it under five minutes. I I timed it this morning. And, um, um, when I'm in, when I do it regularly, I I sometimes I'll make it 22 breaths. But when I get down to the basics, I just go back to the 11 breaths because believe it or not, it's actually a challenge to take 11 full breaths properly from your diaphragm and let go of your thoughts. So that's a good one. 11 breaths. So look that one up on Yoga Skip. It might help you kind of ground yourself throughout the day. And the last part of um, that second hour in my, my mini yoga writers retreat day will be a journal prompt, just writing in a journal, and how cathartic it is to write out whatever we need to get out of our mind onto the paper using the pen or computer and, and then share how that felt, what we experienced from it and why it's important to keep doing that. And then I'll be rounding it up with just little tips on, on how to get your book published. If you want to publish a book, there's so many different ways now in the world. And, um, and you would just be amazed at how you can, um, even just do like, um, 15 pages for like a KDP, um, uh, a virtual book. It wouldn't be a real book, but I did that with a, a, a very small book. I wouldn't even call it a book. <laughs> it's more like a little pamphlet on, I called it the Jesus Rosary. But so that's something on the horizon. So when we put something on the horizon, it our, our soul starts to get excited and we find that little, ooh, that joy that's bubbling up and it helps cut through any pain, any disturbance. It, it helps us rise higher and find that light. You know, we all deserve joy, 100% joy. Never tell yourself you don't. So you maybe you made a mistake in life. So what? And like Michiko said, my life um, coach, she's like, you know, it's not a mistake. It's a lesson. like, okay, okay. <laughs> I like that spin on that. I like that. It's a lesson. So, you know, be, go easy on yourself. We, we all have our um, trials and our tribulations. And it's, it's it's time when we need to, you know, kind of move forward and, and go a little easier on ourselves and, and do create something on the horizon so we have something special to look forward to. We have to create our own lives, right? So if nobody can do it for us we have to you know take it up the bootstraps you know (laughs) and find that energy and just just take a risk and do some things that might feel a little uncomfortable but we grow from it and then it's so exciting once it's done and we do it like oh yay so glad I did that so here we are we are in step number nine fight pain with powerful words that's step number nine on 10 suggestions on how to live a happier life. Now, what does that mean? Fight pain with powerful words. Well, I can tell you because I've been doing, I've been actually living this step uh, in the last seven days. I've been filling my mind with um, philosophy of of, a great world thinker that Resonate with my soul like Billy Graham, uh, Joel Ulstein. I love um, his podcasts. Uh, Billy Graham was such a rock star. He wrote one of the very, the very first angel book ever written. There weren't hardly any angel books ever before him. And Billy Graham uh, was like a Bible scholar. So I've been filling my mind with powerful words to diffuse pain and lift my soul higher. And I will tell you, I've been doing this for seven days. And what a turnaround, okay? So this tip is a huge one. We have to infuse our minds. We have to get away from what's bringing us down. You know, if if something, you know, that you're involved in or it's like bringing you down, we just have to cut it off. It's just done. You have to turn away from it and start anew and, and, and infuse your mind with powerful words from a, 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 a world thought um, philosopher, or, you know, maybe it's a, somebody online that you love that's, you know, you know, there's like Gabby Bernstein. There's all sorts of amazing women. Uh, Florence Scovel Shin was from, you know, from another generation, but then there was Louise Hay after her. So many rock star women that, that, that can give you that, that tenacity, that, that fire, that gumption. So find powerful, um, fight pain with powerful words. So that's number nine. I'm just about to wrap this up here. Um, the final step. Oh, it's a good one. It works too. develop a mini purpose. Now, that might sound kind of odd, because everyone thinks of purpose is passion and purpose is going to give you your whole life. And this is a little different. This is something that I've just kind of like Include into my life and practice and it's doing something new every year that you've never done before trying something new that you've never done before every year so that's what a mini purpose is trying something new you've never done before um i, I that's how i started this podcast that was a mini purpose my year in 2020 just happened to be the year of the pandemic and doing the podcast helped me get through the pandemic because i had a voice a place and you know could you know in my mind imagine other people out there struggling with the same things I was going through like we all were around the world and um, you know many purpose is that extra thing that we can add to our new year and uh, find joy one year it was yoga uh, just going um, practicing yoga because I'd been a runner so I started practicing yoga And then the following year was, um, I had just been practicing yoga at a gym. So the following year was to try different yoga studios. And wouldn't you know, it all led to me becoming a yoga teacher. So a mini purpose can sometimes reveal... A, a desire you never knew you had until you practice it or you try it. So that's it. A mini purpose is the number 10 one. And, and that's from my book, Spiritual Suggestions for a Happier Life. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find the book on Amazon still. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, the best at promoting my books, but I'm going to start promoting my books more because I've, I've got, I think I've got five of them. Uh, my first two were traditionally published. And uh, my last three, um, I started a little, um, small press company called mango jane i published some other public domain books but the, the the written word is a very powerful tool to help your soul heal through anything so if you if you're not a journal writer try that you know try even just a pen and paper and um, those those tips and I just I just hope that you hold on dearest listener through any hard time you're going through and know that the dust will clear the smoke will dissipate and you will see the beautiful sunrise after the rain you'll see that double rainbow you will see that flock of geese you will experience the beauty you deserve because you are a great person, you have a great life ahead of you, and you're going to dig in and you're going to claim your joy and create the life you want to live starting right now. And you probably are already doing that. But thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful you're here with me in spirit, a little longer one today. <laughs> but um, I'm just going to wrap this up and just, um, you know, excited to be here. And this is my fourth year in podcasting. I'm a yoga teacher and um, an author and I also work in health food stores. I work in one in California with my husband and then a little health food store that's just lovely in um, Spirit Lake, Iowa and I just love being around um, people and meeting people and experiencing different ways learning how to be healthy in life and living a better life and I love teaching yoga in both places. I'm teaching yoga at a yoga studio in Spirit Lake, Iowa and and also back in California and um, it's been a a rocky year but through this year many blessings have come to me in unusual ways so we always have to count our blessings and remember sometimes we're given obstacles to help us grow and also things that we we may not understand but but just know that we're in God's hands he knows and he's taking great care of us. So that's it from my heart to yours. I hope you see kind and you have an inspired mind. I'm out.